I'd rather burn alive than be killed by a snake. No, you wouldn't. Okay, maybe not burn. No, oh, have we talked about this? What's worse, burning or drowning to death? Drowning. You say drowning? When you get third degree burns. You say drowning? It, when you get third degree burns, it burns off the epidermis and the pain receptors in your body. So after like three seconds, you don't feel anything. <laughs> I highly doubt that. <laughs> I don't believe that for a fucking second. It's totally much more painful to feel your flesh burn and then smell it all around your body. Yeah, maybe if you're uh, fucking like, if you're like, I'm sure there is a point where it can get so hot that you actually do not feel it because the pain receptors on your body are just incinerated. Yeah. But like drowning, I feel like you would just get like, you just like get lightheaded, then you pass out and you die. No, no. <laughs> Maybe you know it a lot better than I do. <laughs> You're like, let me fucking drop some knowledge on this. <laughs> I think drowning is the worst way to die. I think that that would be my least favorite way of any way. Stabbed in Even the gut. I'd rather get stabbed. I'll die faster, I think. Um, oh my god, even we, we need think to about talk like to this, an expert on this, because I think you're so wrong. The situation in which you have to be in to drown has to be pretty crazy. Not really. Not, not really. It's hard to drown. No. I feel like there's always people around to at least save you. I think it was on Bangs Lake or Fox Lake or Lake Zerk. No, it wasn't Lake Zerk. That, like, last summer... Some, like, two kids, like, took a fucking buoy out, and they fell out, and they didn't have life jackets, and they drowned, and they died. Like, that shit happens all the time. Just two idiot kids. Just well, Like, now. Like, now. Like, oh, at this point in our life? Yeah, if you make it to yeah. this point. Like, how are you going to drown now? Yeah, it has to be, like, an, like, if I was dropped in the middle of Lake Zurich, I'm sure I could swim to a side. Like, yeah, lakes I'm not that great of a swimmer. Fucking lake in like our entire <laughs> county. <laughs> That's the thing. There, there's never gonna be another situation where I'm like in the middle of a huge lake alone. You were swimming in Miami like two months ago on the fucking ocean. You said that you would have drowned if you didn't have a noodle. So I was also if... surrounded by so many people. But, uh, but also, like, that could they have saved you? There's like twelve boats around me. Okay, think about this. If someone just decided to not get the pool noodles, and you didn't have pool noodles, and you had to swim, and you said, you told me, and we have it recorded in the, in one episode, <laughs> that you said without those noodles, you would have drowned, you would have died. So, let's just imagine that those pool noodles weren't there. Do you really think any of your friends would have been qualified to save you? I think Peter could keep me afloat. Really? Yeah. But, like, he afloat. He's Enough. trying to swim across too. He's he's in the, he's struggling just as bad as you are. <laughs> I think I could have made it to at least the 
lighthouse where the barracudas were and just like hold on to the pole for until something happened i mean i don't know the whole situation but also like plus once you start going down you're only going down especially if you're in the ocean like that means that whoever's coming to save you they also have to go that far down down. and back up like i don't know if you've watched any of the 007s but like there's times where james bond is underwater for like four minutes (laughs) (laughs) and he's saving someone and he's like bleeding or got shot and it's like this is obviously it's unrealistic it's a movie but like yeah dude drowning drowning just seems it just seems so boring <laughs> it would be a lame way to go out too it would be so like, lame yeah like if, if i died tomorrow and it said people found out i died from drowning i would be so embarrassed <laughs> i like tell people i'm training for a half iron man and stuff i'm doing yeah. all the swimming training and i just drown in my pool <laughs> <laughs> you drown in your backyard pool if you drown in your backyard pool i would wear floaties to your funeral <laughs> i appreciate that man i really do so jason it's been two weeks i feel like we talk here and there we'll be on like a five ten minute phone call but we met in savannah that was a great time totally but things have been changing a lot we both relocated we both have new things going on in our lives so what's up with you mm, i wouldn't say i relocated i moved across the street it was was a funny experience though like so uh one of my old roommates who helped helped move out because he was moving out too we just carried all my shit across like this busy street like like i i live my old apartment just had this like courtyard area and then there was the street and then a whole median and then another street so we were like carrying couches my bed like tv across the street hanging out in the median and like cars would be driving by honking at us and we're just like carrying a fucking like couch over our heads running across the street uh we started at like 7 a.m and then i couldn't fucking move into my new place it was a pain in the ass moving sucks i'm sure as you know from everything that you've that you just moved out and from moving in moving places all around it sucks but i'm settled in now uh still in oshkosh um started an internship i work at enterprise rent-a-car i'm an intern uh management Mm -hmm. trainee intern it's actually a fun gig i like it it's it's a lot more hands-on it's it's technically a sales position even though it says management trainee um i basically only do sales and i like sales i think sales is really important if you're in any field of business i recommend anyone to go into sales it's just important for your confidence important for your product knowledge important to like just overall have a feel for what happens whether you go into any uh, part of business you should know how sales works you should know what it takes to make a sale how a sale goes through and how it finishes and uh that's something that i'm already learning a lot with enterprise i basically sell uh well we obviously rent cars out but then i also sell like pro- protection plans for cars for uh either corporate accounts or personal use or like the schools that are in the area that rent vehicles from us whether it's like big old vans and like it's it's fun working in a company that is usually it's usually younger people everything everyone i've met so far other than like um branch managers and like executives are all under the age of 30 so it's easy to get along with the people that are like 26 27 a lot of people my age like all the there's 40 of us there's 40 interns we're all spread out throughout wisconsin um and then the company cultures i think i might have mentioned this dude the company culture is kind of like fratty it's really weird it's like it's hilarious like 
people just <laughs> they act like college kids and you can tell like even like my branch manager he's just goofy and he's like 40 and has kids and he's just like you can tell he's like got a young soul but uh it's it's overall fun time and it's just ridiculous the shit that fucking people do like in customer like we're also customer service customer service obviously oh my god i tell you the story about the kid that pissed on the wall yeah 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 oh my god if if you don't have me on my on snapchat this fucking dumb bitch came in with like five kids i'm sure her life is fucking confusing with all these kids running around but she was just such a shithead she had a uh a prepaid debit card which we don't accept and then a credit card that was expired we so we couldn't fucking rent her car and she was pissed she demanded to talk to the supervisor. We fucking gave her, like, the area manager, who's way overqualified to deal with any of this bullshit that she has going on. So she just told her over the phone, our, our area manager, who has a lot more going on than dealing with this fucking crazy psycho, and told her just get out. She said, get out of the building. Like, over the phone. She said, you need to leave. <laughs> and it was hilarious, because we were all just sitting there like, yeah, all right, listen to her, fucking leave. <laughs> so she takes her five kids, goes in her car, and they sit in there for like two minutes she comes back not to get into the store or the 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 building she tells her kid she we know she told him because she pointed at the wall it's like a big old glass wall that is completely see-through this fucking six-year-old kid whips out his penis and pisses on our fucking window i saw it i saw his dick (laughs) i didn't like it (laughs) like it was fucked up and, like, dude, like, not like that's definitely the craziest thing that's happened so far, but, like, just people that are just, you know, they're impatient, and then they get sad or mad, and then you have to deal with it. Is that a crime? Obviously, you can't, like, arrest the kid, but, like, for the mother, having, like, a knowing intent of directing him to do something like that. Uh, I don't know. So, we... We, we asked the area manager, her name's Katie, the one that told her to leave, and said, what do we do? She's still in the parking lot. And she said, call the police. And we were like, okay. So we, we found a non-emergency number. And then as soon as we called, she drove away. So then we were like, all right, fuck it. We're not going to do anything about it. So we just put her on DNR, which is basically, it's do not rent. Like, she can't rent from Enterprise forever now. So, I mean, she's going to walk into an Enterprise one day not knowing that she's on DNR. And she's going to be really mad. And then that building's going to get peed on, too. <laughs> like it's so fucking it's like i don't think that's a crime it's probably a crime i guess it's a crime but like yeah it's not they're not gonna fucking arrest the kid and they would probably just like tell her to fuck off i don't know yeah. cops yeah. cops it's, would basically just be like hey why are you such a piece of shit <laughs> like, yeah it's a sticky situation like using yeah. your kids as weapons too yeah, like that's kind totally. of messed the up. kid loved it too like i'm not mad at the kid it's totally the mom's fault the kid oh, yeah. had a blast peeing on our building he was smiling <laughs> wiggling his dick around peeing on the fucking window like drew a little bit it stuck on there and it was really hot it was like 90 degrees that day the pee just like left a gross stain on the window it was it was nasty we ended up having a, one of the, the car cleaners clean it, and we didn't even tell him what it was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We were like, hey, it's like, someone's on this fucking window. Could you could you clean that up? <laughs> it's like a Mountain Dew. Yeah, I told my dad this story, and he's like, oh, they didn't make the fucking intern do it? <laughs> oh, my like, God. I, I would not have been happy. Do you have done it? If they're like, yeah, can you go, like, clean the piss? No. Like, they, could not, they couldn't do anything about me saying no, either, because it's not <laughs> yeah. in my fucking job description. 
<laughs> yeah, but Makes I mean, sense. overall, it's been good. I I live alone now too, so that's nice. Um, but my roommate, who, like I'm closest with here, is moving to Austin on Friday. But he like comes in and out all the time, and he works from my apartment while I'm at work because he's he has a re- remote position. Um, so I still see him, but once once he's gone and my other friends are like out of town or whatever, I'm gonna be so fucking bored. You like living alone though. How's it compared to having roommates? Um, everything is exactly as clean as I want it to be, and mm-hmm. it's I don't have to pick up after other people. And the only complaint is that it's quiet. Like I, I miss having like bullshit going on in the background. Like I'll either put on like New Girl or Letter Kenny, or I always have music playing usually, just because I hate the silence. But it's 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 great. It's very peaceful. I can just sit on the couch and read a book, and no one can interrupt me. I can throw on whatever movie I want to watch at night. I can like not have to worry about like people coming over and like them being too loud. Because if they're too loud, I'll just be like get the fuck out. Like that would happen a lot before. Like people would come over and yeah. But uh, you know how having a roommate is. It's it's nice though. But yeah, enough about me. Um, so first off, how is living with your parents again? Um, it's going, you know, they drove me back from Savannah, so Savannah, like Chicago, which was a good 15 or so hour drive, was, you know, not the best, it's just like being locked in a car with your parents for that long, could never be that great, but I'm back home, and it's going alright, I'm waking up at 6am every day again, so trying to go for a run, make a bowl of oatmeal before work, and... Then after work, I got like five, six hours before I go to bed for free time. So Nice. That's actually a decent amount because if you're getting your workout in the morning, if, I, I think that's a huge thing with work-life balance. If you can get your workout in the morning, you have when you get off work at like five, it's fucking easy peasy. Yeah, that's – I mean, I understand if people like have kids, they've got family, or yeah. they have to like cook, clean, do dishes, laundry, all that stuff. I understand that you don't have time. People who – our age and have full-time jobs that's a lot of free time mm-hmm. it's like 25 hours during the week and then your weekends are completely free mm-hmm. if you weren't working like a standard nine to five at least yeah so that's crazy but yeah i started working as a contractor for epic games through um east ridge workforce solutions there's a lot that I can't talk about, but I'm a software tester for the Unreal Engine. So that's what's being used for a lot of games nowadays. That's what, so, like, the Mandalorian was made in. So your NDA, is that does that include everything? Can you tell us anything? Is it, like... I think it's best if I just don't say anything. Because okay. there's, there's a lot. I'm sure. A, you told a us lot. your job title, and that's good enough. <laughs> yeah but it's fun it's cool it's a cool job i'm happy here so far it's only been two days in so see where i am in a couple of weeks but nice. just going through training right now so okay not too difficult but yeah people are nice they're the work culture like you're saying yours is super fratty i didn't know like the first day i'm showing up my job's all virtual by the way at least right now once they go back to the office i'll probably go back to the office but I didn't know if I should dress up. I didn't know if I should like wear like polo. a nice bun up. Yeah, like a polo or if something. I don't know. I go polo. I think I wore 
like a t-shirt with like an open bun up on the outside so it's kind of casual yeah. but you know i could you it's know like you're wearing shit like a yeah purple. it's like you're wearing like a just a plain white t-shirt or like a i don't know i don't know other t-shirts you might have <laughs> mm. you got your fortnite I, shirt coming though i do have the fortnite shirt coming so is I'm that excited an employee discount that. of some sort i don't know if i could talk about that stuff either but oh my God. listen like i <laughs> there's a lot but they was it yeah so the first day i like spent the whole day like setting up like a whole station in my basement i like this nice camera jason's seeing me in a pretty shitty camera right now yeah, you look but great. set up like a key light a fill light i had like all the lighting set up it's perfect and then like i go to the first zoom meeting and everybody's just in like their their jammies or like sweatpants <laughs> and stuff just complete loungewear their beds are in the background no way they're, they're just talking Dude, but you because, know what? That's good for you. Now you look better. Um, but the job, I could say, is very self-paced, self-oriented, things like that. I will be spending, let's say, 10% of my time, probably less, probably 5% of my time actually communicating and talking with people. And then the rest of the time, I'm on my own, doing stuff at my own pace, which is cool because I could listen to music, I could vibe, I could be eating food while I'm working. Yeah. So that's nice. I that do something I really enjoy. I do envy you for that because it does suck. I mean I I have a lot of free time at work too, but it's nice to work on your own time. So that's good to hear that mm -hmm. you have that. And you're not remote, right? You're in person? No, I have like weekly meetings though over Zoom that I have to attend. And like I, I we get to go home for it or we like do it before we go in for work. So no my my main job is completely in person like i i usually work at the branch here in oshkosh but yesterday i had to commute to green bay which is just about an hour north so they send me around places uh i'll be at different offices depending on what's going on in the area but like even when i am at my office in oshkosh like i have i have my own desk which is so weird to me like <laughs> having your mm -hmm. own workstation at a place that like isn't your home is so cool um even though like it's not it's not anything special it's just a fucking desk but like um it's nice to have that and then like they'll be like oh can you go get this car somewhere and it's it's just nice to like have some freedom and not be at an entry level position for the first time ever um yeah definitely yeah it's like it's a nice feeling to see progress in in your uh in your career and your pay <laughs> mm-hmm but like if overall happy with the job i know i know it's not something i'm gonna do forever it's something that uh i don't know i've it's it's you've always been in art like there, there's a lot of fields of art obviously but i've had like six jobs around cars now and then like right before i start this internship i get uh, a message from someone at bridgestone like for an interview and like it's it's a really good gig and it's flexible in area, it's flexible on, like, where I can move to, and, like, the pay is still, you know, good, what I want, and I was like, oh my god, I might just fucking work with cars my entire life, but I don't know shit about cars. Like, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't fucking tell you, like, what goes on in a car. I can just tell you, like, this is a nice car. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> that's, like, as far as I can go. This is a nice car. <laughs> that's, that's the thing with sales and marketing, though. They're 
it's literally every single field you could go into. If you want to go into video games, if you want to go into movies, if you want to go into cars, if you want to go into gardening, you could get a job in any field. Yeah. No, so something that is notable for all sales positions, it's, in my opinion, entirely based on product knowledge. If you have the confidence and the sales um, expertise and sales like strategies, which I, I don't have, I'm not an amazing salesman, but I do think I have the confidence and the personality to be a salesman. The only challenge or barrier that you're going to face when you start a new sales position is product knowledge. Having to understand the ins and outs of whatever it is you're selling and being able to emphasize the benefits and value that is behind each product that you sell, that's like 90% of the battle. Once, once you have already all the confidence and everything that you need to do to be a salesman. Mm. What do you think you have the most product knowledge on? I have to like look around to think about that. Honestly, probably fucking cooking recently. Like that's the most recent thing that my knowledge has grown in. Cooking, actually, I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna I'm gonna broaden it. Health, which you could probably take note into. Like it's it's something that is easy to build knowledge on because you you experience it yourself. Like when you go to the gym repeatedly and when you eat healthy repeatedly, it's just getting engraved in your head. Like you know a lot more about running than I do. I may know a little bit more about like nutrition or lifting than you do. But then again, like you also do uh, marathon or marathons and you want to do triathlons. So like once you do it all yourself, like once you've experienced in your own mind and your own physical body, that's when your knowledge is going to really grow. And it's easy to do that with fitness and health, at least for that topic. And like same for like gaming, like your gaming knowledge is your IQ within like League of Legends or whatever it is, whatever game that most people play, like that's, you can sell that. You can easily sell that. Like the, the people that sell uh, league, league accounts or whatever, or uh, there's training too. Can't you buy like lessons from specific players nowadays? That's there's fucking... a lot of coaching, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's sales. I mean, yeah, you have to know what you're doing, but you still have to sell your knowledge. Hmm. It's interesting. Um, Back to the, the fitness, there's a quote that I heard recently. I want to get your take on it. Okay. Stop working out and start training. Totally. You shouldn't... Working like, out working... like a chore. Yeah, it's something that you're just like doing to get out of the way. But mm-hmm. if you're training, you have a goal. You're training for yeah. something. Why are you training for? You want to hit this milestone for your bench? You want to run a marathon? Is there a race that you're preparing for? Training so, is a long-term commitment. Right. Workout is a chore that has just a bad connotation to it. Like, I, I remember, because when I started whiteboarding stuff on my whiteboard, I'm looking at it right now, it says train for an hour a day. Whereas I used to, like, say, like, my vocabulary would instantly uh, allude to work out. I need to get my workout for the day. Where now it's like, I need to go train. I need to do my training. Like, whatever it is. Speaking of, you want to do an ab program with me? I'd love to do an ab program. Uh, during the during the podcast, right now? No, not right now. Sit down. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, ready to fucking go. Yeah, no, uh... <laughs> It's uh so John who I interviewed John Rep him I even told him but uh his there's like a sales competition between him and my brother's friend Liv that are trying to sell the same ad program from that guy I trained with in Tampa who is Dave Batista's trainer so if anyone's interested in this ad program hit me up I'll get you Liv or John's number and you can uh you can inquire through them I believe it's nineteen dollars for uh I think it's a sixty day program. It might be 30, I forget, 
But regardless, $19 to improve your health. That's an easy fucking investment. So, but I paid for it, Jesse, and I will share it with you. No charge. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, when are you starting it? Um, I think Saturday. Saturday. Okay, perfect. I'm right. Yeah. Cool. Coolio, Julio. But yeah, um, training. Training is, it, it just sounds better. It sounds like you're working harder. I think there's a lot of minute vocabulary shifts that you could take to just better your lifestyle. Obviously, that's a really small example, and I probably can't think of others off the top of my head. But oh. oh, I thought about this recently too. That just I can't think of the example that I thought of, but you're right. Like when you just call something something when you call something something else, it just sounds better and you feel better about it. Hmm? And I guess that's part of marketing too. Like totally. when you're marketing a product, like having the perfect diction for what you're trying to say. You make know, a huge impact. You know a good example that comes to mind uh, for something that happened probably in the past like five years is manscaping. Mm. People don't shave anymore. They manscape. It sounds cooler. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it presents itself as more of like an art form, you know? Yeah, totally. Makes you feel creative, like you're doing something. Yeah. Manscaping. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something that I want to talk about today is... Let's hear it. Okay. Take a, ma- a moment. Okay. All right. Close your eyes. Think about the people in your life. People you spend the most time with. Friends. What do they have in common? What... They love me. The people... They love you. Really? You think so? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are... The people in your life, what do they have in common with you? Do they share goals, similar activities, qualities to myself interests. or to each other? To each other. Oh. And if you if you have so, sort of an idea, I have an idea. I'd like to hear it. A quality sense of humor. Okay. One thing that I realized. You could open your eyes now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jason. Hi. Um, people who are adrenaline junkies. Ooh, I like the adrenaline junkies. That's something that I think I'm attracted to in people, not like sexually. Like, like you, Jason. If I ask you, do you want to jump off a plane with me? Yes. You're gonna, you're gonna say yes. I'll do it yesterday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the people I'm who I'm closest. Junkie. But all the people that I spend the most time with, if I ask them that question, they'll say yes. I think that's like one of the first questions I'm going to start asking people. Dude, yeah. Will you jump out of a plane with me? Yeah. If not, then fuck you. Sorry. No, honestly, I agree, though. Like, I think I've had this question because I brought it up. I brought up skydiving to a lot of people, and most people mm-hmm. say yes. But when people say no, it sounds bad. I kind of I think less of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, like, I don't, it's not like I don't want to surround myself with you anymore, but it's like... Like, come on, fucking jump up a plane, you bitch. <laughs> I understand if they have, like, physical issues that prevent them from doing something like that. Like, that's an exception. But if you're just, like... You're just, like, scared. If you're scared, I mean, that's, like, one thing. that no. you, you just get over it. Just get yeah, over yeah. it. I'm with you on that. Yeah, like, um, like fucking... Ugh. Yeah. In my psychology class with Dr. Lolly, we were talking about different types of 
therapies, and I forgot the two different types. But one of them is, let's say you have a fear of snakes, Jason. Oh, I do. One of the best ways to get over your fear of snakes is play with is snakes. Fear factor situation, blindfold off, you're surrounded in a room full of snakes. Uh, that could go one of two ways. You're going to freak out and never want to see a snake again. Or you're going to be a little bit better. <laughs> I bet I would not be better. What do you think would get you over your fear of snakes? First off, I don't see a reason to get over my fear of snakes. Think it's a rational fear? I do. And it's sad to say because I think uh, fear of heights is an irrational fear. Hmm. If I told you when people are born, all humans, when they're born, they have no phobias. Phobias are not something that, that is, is totally nurture. Yes, it's something that's always from a learned experience. Do you have anything in your life that you think has caused this phobia? Snakes on a plane. In the movie Snakes on the a Plane? The movie Snakes on a Plane. Really? Dude, have you seen it? No, I don't watch movies. Oh, yeah, you suck. I forgot. Um, <laughs> dude, like, not just specifically Snakes on a Plane. Any movie where snakes are mean and bad, like, okay, at most <laughs> movies are are exactly that. Anytime that a snake is used in a film or TV show, it's used for fear. Therefore, my brain learned, boom, snakes equals fear. Like, <laughs> it's, I think it's entirely based off media. Like, and I, I don't know if I've ever held a snake or if I've ever been... I've been in the same room as a snake, I think. Yeah. Or, like, outside, I've seen a snake, like, three times, maybe. But it's not like they they did something to me that made me hate snakes. I think it's totally based off a form of media. There was a time when, when I was younger, me and my mom my brother, we'd go, like, walking through Cuba Marsh, and we used to catch snakes. Just like run, they'd be like small little like sunbelly snakes that aren't gonna bite you. They're not poisonous. They just kind of like wiggle around. So see, I think I don't know that. I don't know what snakes are good and bad. So I assume all snakes are. Yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. I get that. It's just like some of them are just like big worms. You know, they don't want to. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to do anything with you either. I don't like worms either. Though. <laughs> it's like I don't want to like pick up a worm, but like, are you like scared of it? Do you think no, it's going to do no, something? No, no, I'm not scared of worms. I just they they're fucking gross. Like you, I don't, mm. there's that one country song called Beta Hook, and it's it makes fun of this guy who can't bait a hook, and it's like he can't even bait a hook. I'm that guy. I can't bait a hook. <laughs> it's really good because <laughs> worms are so fucking gross. They're literally yeah. they're dirt lizards that eat poop. Yeah, they're they're pretty nasty. Um, how about something like bugs? Is your fear with bugs or your relationship? Not with a them? fan of them either. I, I think anyone is not a, okay. Most people, I'm sure there's people that like bugs, but like yeah, most yeah, yeah. people are not fans of uh, cockroaches or centipedes. Oh. I saw a centipede yesterday. I think. I actually saw a centipede recently too, and it was crawling on the ground. I squashed that mother that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't want to know that that's even in the same zip code as me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like my brother, he has two lizards. He has a blue tongued skink and a tegu now, 
and his roommate has, I think, 20 tarantulas. And no. they're starting to breed flightless cockroaches. So then they don't have to pay for food for their lizards. They could just feed them the cockroaches. Oh, and I think they're trying to hatch, like, 100 praying mantises right now, too. Dude, no. No, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> never going to your brother's house, ever. Ever. I won't pull in the driveway. That's fucked. Do you are you are you comfortable with that? Is that okay with you? I haven't been there since the cockroaches have been there yet. Two like they're not like walking around too. Two lizards, Two lizards. whatever. I get it. Two Pe- people are cool with lizards. Like I totally get that. But when you say what would you say? A hundred tarantulas? Twenty tarantulas, hundred praying mantises. Oh, yeah. Okay, regardless. Twenty tarantulas and a hundred <laughs> Okay, praying mantis probably don't do shit either, but Dude, one tarantula is enough. Yeah. Holy fuck! I would have if you said three. If you said two lizards and one tarantula, cool. I get it. People, (laughs) people are people like that shit. But that's so much. It's so much. There's. I've always had a somewhere of a phobia to bugs. Now I could bracket back, like specifically though, to like two situations. Because I used to go in the backyard, and my mom would be, like, watering, and I'd, like, follow her, and uh, she'd, like, spray in the flowers, and grasshopper would jump out. And so she'd, like, call my name, I'd go and, like, try to catch the grasshopper. And there was one day I was, like, we have, like, this little circular pond going around this, probably a four-foot by four-foot little, like, stone patio. And... I was like on top of it and so there's this little ring of water around it and there is a red dragonfly inside water and i thought he's drowning i thought he's gonna die he's like <laughs> flapping his wings and stuff um but apparently they could like do that like they could go in the water and come out so i picked him up uh by kind of like his chest area and <laughs> no 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 i picked him up by his tail and he looped around like a sea like the letter C, and like bit my finger. It bit like, you? The fuck? Yeah, some dragonflies could bite. Oh my god. Um, so that freaked me out for a while. And then, uh, have you ever been to Cedar Point in Ohio? Fuck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's it's a amusement park. Oh okay. I and thought this was just like a random town. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, what? <laughs> um. There's this amusement park, and there's a ride called, I think it's the Millennium Falcon Horse. What? I don't think it's the Falcon. No. It's something like that. It was late, probably June, July, probably like 8 p.m. or something. And park's about to close. Trying to go on one more ride. Me and my brother, we get in line for this place. Sit in line 20, 30 minutes, and then we get to the area where it kind of like breaks off, and you get in line for the each like individual seat. Normally, there's like you always want to be in like the way back last seat, or you want to be the very first seat so you get the views, right? There's not a single person in line for the front seat. Oh no, because it's where like, the bugs go. Like, oh yeah, this is awesome. We hop on in there, people are giving us looks like, what's going on? Like, why are they doing that? And just sit down, don't expect anything. On up this roller coaster, think of it like Raging Bull and like size and scale of that. It's like a metal coaster that like big? that. It's it's pretty big. It was dark as a little younger, so I might have a skewed reality of okay, it. Okay, but yeah. 
<laughs> but we're going up, going up, going up. On the first drop, it's dark, so we can't really see much. On the first drop, it feels like it's raining. We don't really, like, understand, like, what's going on. We're, like, having a good time. And then we get up to, like, the next little hump. We look at each other. Me and my brother's faces are pitch black, filled with bugs. We're just getting pelted by bugs no all over the face. <laughs> we were freaking out. We just, like, tried covering our hands, our faces with our hands, like, for the rest of the ride. We were just having a terrible experience. We get off the ride. Everybody's looking at us because we were just, like, a meat shield for all these bugs for them. <laughs> we got off. We had, like, bugs in our ears. We had, like, in our nose. It was the worst experience. Oh my god. That's fucking so, nasty. They were probably in your mouth. Oh yeah, 100%. Nose, eyes, they're probably still inside you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um oh, yeah, but see like this shit like that happens and then you're fucking scarred forever. So, but, like, I think not, it was not a... all insects. You can't you can't do. There's so many insects. I was thinking about this recently. Yeah. Well, first off, ladybugs are adorable. They're not going to do anything to anyone. And mm. also are ladybugs are do insects have genders? Is a lady a lady? Is a ladybug only female? <laughs> like I'm, I genuinely am curious. Like I would assume all this sounds bad, but I would assume all bugs are males other than ladybugs. <laughs> they all mate with a ladybug. In this <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works. So just if I mean I don't I don't even want to know how it works. I'm just gonna assume because it's. But regardless, I was thinking about this recently. What if all the fucking bugs just teamed up? We'd be fucked think so how many bugs are there in the fucking world if okay even if you just took the bugs in the fucking amazon that's enough to take over the fucking world probably (laughs) if they all teamed up together i think if they could really coordinate like attacks i think they could definitely do it (laughs) but if they had the the cognitive ability to form teams and strategies like humans oh yeah dude there's there's gotta be there's gotta be trillions of bugs quintillions maybe of bugs on the on the planet you know how many birds ah. there are you know how many birds there are on, on the uh i think on earth it's it's some crazy billion amount or tri- See, some cr- crazy trillion about trillion amount I'd be surprised if it's in the trillions okay it was probably billions 430 billion birds yeah that's a lot of birds that's nuts give or take 50 billion or so but like that's what it says <laughs> oh my gosh what do you think about population right now wow what a jumping topic um i don't know i don't have any control over it but i'd say we're probably probably are growing too much i know that the acceleration of population has slowed down um in the past like decade or so or like five years but <clears throat> I think it's a touchy subject because mm-hmm. if you if you promote more a higher rate of population then that's just that's like oh that's overpopulation that's a problem but if you promote lowering population that's like dystopia almost like you know like we're like there's movies where you're not allowed to have kids I, I always fucking relate back to movies but there's movies yeah. Where like if you have a kid, you your child is killed and you get thrown in jail or you are killed, and it's because of overpopulation and that's bad too. So they're both bad, and you can't just stay in the middle. Every, I mean, fucking a hundred thousand babies are born every second, a hundred thousand people die every second, whatever it is. Um, 
it's it's something that's just out of control that you can't control. Like, there's no way that you can govern what... What I think is really interesting, though, is from people's perspectives, like, 40 years ago to people's perspectives now have shifted so much. A lot of people that I know, they have zero intention of ever having kids. And I feel like that's something that society could do, uh, just in general, is try to promote the lifestyle of not having kids if need be to compensate for the gain in population. But this brings me to beg the question, did Thanos do something wrong? Dude, Thanos was onto something, I think. <laughs> Thanos had the right idea. He just didn't do, he just like he didn't do it right. It's the right way to do it. Ooh, I don't know if you brought this top this question up to me one time. I think it was you, but we'll talk about it again. Um, but yes, I do think Thanos is on to something. Thanos knows what the fuck is up. Have you seen that guy? He's huge. <laughs> like big body, big brain. I'm not kidding. He's fucking Actually, that's so wrong, but <laughs> just think about, like, bodybuilders, they're idiots. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. but I, I do, I think, like, the idea of cutting the population in half, obviously, is fucking radical. Like, don't, I'm not actually promoting what Thanos did, but, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had a valid motivation, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, but was, was it you and I that were talking about this? Uh, if, would you rather... You might have posed it differently. Where you die, everyone dies at the age of 70. Yeah, I think we're just talking and about what this. What was the uh, alternative? Um. Oh, no. It was such a good question. Dude. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <sighs> you had it. <laughs> was it about, like, knowing when you're going to die? I thought it was uh, everyone dies at the age of 70 or. Maybe it was knowing something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Do you have it? So every single person lives till they're 70. The second they, they turn 70, they're yeah. dead. Yeah. Or have it how it is now, random. Oh, just have it how it is now, random. Oh. But but so then that means we had we had laid on some ground rules. Does that mean that you are immortal till you're 70 and you can't die? Mortal, but you feel pain. Okay. So, let's say I get hit by a bus at the age of 22. Oh, God, I'm 22. Uh, I can't die? Can you still Can you... die by natural disaster? I don't think so. You're invincible, but... Till 70. You could break bones. What if we lowered the number? Because 70s, that's a long life, regardless. Isn't think that... you would take it? Would you would you be invincible till seventy? Oh yeah, I one hundred percent. I don't know if I would take it. Really? Is it... Yeah. Ah, I okay. I think I would take it at seventy, but if you lowered it, I would say no. What's the number? What's the number that when you lower it, you start saying? I think no. seventy. So sixty-eight, sixty-nine. That's I don't off think table. so, dude. That's retirement. I want ten years of retirement for sure. Hmm. I would love to just wake up for ten years straight, not have to go to work, just golf and hang out with my wife and kids and grandkids and eat like shit, drink like shit, everything. Like when I retired, like I want to just go crazy. (laughs) And vacation, retirement's a great time to travel. 
If you were, if we're living in the lifestyle where it's guaranteed seventy, you're invincible. Would you live the lifestyle you're living today? No. No. I would probably. Are you saying like would I be at in college and would I be as healthy as I am? Yeah. I don't think so. Because a lot of my motivation, obviously, uh, my health motivation is yeah, I do like looking good and feeling good, and uh, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of ground rules we have to lay down for this overall like topic, but that is motivating. But I also want to live long. That's like my main goal. Like my mom and I have my mom. I'm convinced is gonna live till she's 100, and I would like to live till I'm 100. I think that's a good goal for everyone is to live longer than the next guy. I think. I agree with you, but like my dad, I think he's around sixty. Been smoking cigarettes. I don't know like your dad is. <laughs> he is. I think he just turned sixty, or he's like sixty, sixty-one, something okay, like that. Okay. Okay. He's he's been like chain smoking like two packs for the longest time. Doesn't eat too healthy. Eats a lot of like ice cream, candy, sugars, things like that. Drinks beer. I think he's still going to hit that 70 mark. Okay. You could live a really, now really unhealthy life. shitty that. people can live. Mm. Like, I'm not saying your dad lives a shitty lifestyle, but I'm just saying, like, if if I were to have this invincibility, mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't go overboard, I don't think. I would definitely not care as much. Mm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't feel as guilty about, like, having, like, McDonald's every now and then. Mm. or cookies or whatever but regardless i think living till you're 100 like dude okay think about when you're 70 and you if you knew you were gonna live to 100 you have another 30 years of life 30 we're not even fucking 30 yet and i barely remember anything past 10 before 10 years ago (laughs) like think about how much you remember before you were 12 like you remember things you remember events you don't remember day to day like i don't remember shit from like two years ago yeah like exactly like that's if you think about how long some people do live the the past like when the the, i think the highest age is like 110 or something like that the past 30 Mm -hmm. 40 years of their life are fucking like they're shit let's be honest they're shit do you want to live that would you want to live like i think it'd be cool to live to 100 just for like the clout but that you, you can't do much when you're like seventy plus, eighty plus. I think I want to die in a cool year. If I was born on year two thousand, I think I'd want to live the till twenty one hundred, or or until sixty nine. But uh, like, yeah, I could die what seventy one, seventy two. That would put me at twenty sixty nine. I feel like I won't want to die at 2069. No. It'd be like a cool year. Dude, but uh, yeah, I want to be around for the summer of 69 though, for sure. Oh, yeah. Summer, dude, that's all everyone's going to play all fucking year. <laughs> summer of 69. Like, everyone's going to go nuts. Do you think people play it? I think it'll be like 10. It's only going to be people who are like 70 years and up. Well, are going to know that song, really. Yeah, Probably an old yeah. Song. I think it's gonna be people are gonna hear about it. Like in '68, all everyone's gonna be talking about. It. They're gonna be like, "Dude, next year, like we're oh, gonna be talking yeah. about it." So then it's gonna it's gonna catch on to the younger folk. 
Mm-hmm. And it's gonna, and then it's just gonna blow up, and then rock music is gonna make a huge comeback just because of that. That's cr- it's wild. Did dubstep first? Come out <laughs> dubstep. Um, I just love the way you uh, enunciated it. Dubstep. But step. <laughs> but uh, dude, I don't know. Would you? I, there's techno. There's dubstep. There's dubstep. I don't know. Probably like two thousand like eight. 10, maybe 2010. Right, like when Skrillex was first getting popular, I feel yeah. like that's when the genre really well, like, techno like started. Has been around up. Daft Punk, fucking, that's the 90s. But still, that's 30 years for this huge genre that impacts almost all of our pop music nowadays. Movies. Can't imagine. Too. Yeah. Can't imagine in the next, what, the 50 next years? Oh my gosh. When did K pop yeah. come around? You know more about K pop. When did um, K pop uh when not when it came but when it ignited? It ignited with BTS. It ignited in the West with BTS and Blackpink, Twice, Red Velvet, all that stuff. So that was within the last five years. Um BTS I think's been around for almost like ten years now, something like that. So Do you want to see like a K pop concert? I would love to see a k-pop concert i'm 100 percent gonna see a k-pop concert i saw like a video on instagram recently that was something k-pop and i was very intrigued like it was just like overall like good video quality and like like the the song was also just good like i, I tried yeah. to find the song but i couldn't find it i was kind of upset you sing it for me no <laughs> you start speaking perfect korean um yeah they have the biggest budget out of any other music industry right now yeah. so they have time to spend money on or the time to practice choreographies for their music videos they have the time to do all this different stuff and so it's such a polished clean product at the end for the consumer uh it's perfect i heard i think did we watch the explained thing in savannah of the k-pop i don't know if it was in there or if i'm just pulling this on my ass but k-pop is literally like maybe it's just specifically bts they're the beatles People in Korea go fucking crazy for them. Like, their fame, the, their fame you know? Like, the, yeah, and it's, it's universal. It's not just Korea. It's the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. I think that K-pop, they call them stands. Did we talk about the origin of the word stand? I think we did. We did. And wasn't it something with um, fucking Eminem? Yeah. The song from Eminem. Yeah. But they are, like, the most diehard, like, aggressive people like they're i'm not saying that they're aggressive like there's a lot of like 12 year old for their their bts though or for their their but yeah people get so involved and so invested in these parasocial relationships with these quote-unquote idols who are like drones who are just like programmed into doing these choreographies and music videos and if anything ever happens to them it ruins their day should not have any effect on your day <laughs> it's so funny though like it's crazy the media controls the fucking like they may not control their lives but they control like what k-pop is almost not like the media like big media but like whoever's in charge of that k-pop band or brand or group they fucking control not only that group but every fan's fucking life <laughs> like it's crazy yeah. it's nuts like when Justin Bieber, this is so funny that this just came into my head for some reason, but there's that one documentary about Justin Bieber and he got like sick on tour 
and uh, like it was just like a cold and he or like the flu or something. He lived, so he couldn't perform one <laughs> one concert. And I specifically remember in the documentary, these two girls literally said they were gonna fucking kill themselves because they couldn't see Justin Bieber. Like they their life was over because his concert got canceled. Like, could it's, you imagine? Could you imagine going to that extent? <laughs> fucking crazy. It's something that I feel like you don't hear about as much, but I feel it has to be more common. Like artists getting sick, canceling tours. Have you ever like been in a concert and like the singer just like Cough. starts sneezing, <laughs> coughing, anything like that? Like I've never seen that happen. <laughs> No, dude, they don't. Like, I mean, they maybe that probably happens every now and then, but like, it's it's they're they're robots. They're fucking robots. And there's no way Post Malone like is up. He gets at, hiccups. Yeah, like, he gets the fucking hiccups. Like, or he just like sprains his ankle. Like, I, like they seem mm. fake. Like, yeah, people get fucking hurt, but it's just weird to think about. Like, yeah, you don't ever fucking hear Post Malone's like start having a sneeze attack on stage or coughing or. Like, imagine if you just, like, fucking, like, yawned. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, there was... <laughs> um, I remember Dave Grohl broke something. I don't know if it's, like, his wrist or, like, his leg or something, but he went on, like, a whole tour, like, in, like, a special, like, wheelchair, like, some sort of cast, um, and he did, like, the whole thing with them, which Should is I awesome. Who totally Dave Grohl is? That. Uh, lead singer of Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. So, yeah, probably. Um, probably going to get rid this year. Ooh. In August. So. Uh, I got to check, check out the Lala. It's pretty lineup. decent. It's pretty decent. The Yellow Claw is there, dude. You know Yellow Claw? No. There's this fucking ridiculous uh, like EDM artist that is just hysterical. But, yeah, Post Malone's there, too, and Tyler Creator, and Miley Cyrus. Got tickets. I was going to get it one day. It's like 120 or 130 for one day. And okay. dude, that's like I mean, you go and you get fucking six concerts for one thirty. Easy deal. As long as you seize the day. You ever of Country Thunder before? Yeah, I've fucking been to Country Thunder. I don't like it. <laughs> you get so much more concerts or even less, Jason. Dude, you get you get piles of dirt and empty beer cans all over the fucking place. That's all Country Thunder is. Ah, <laughs> uh, when I did go, I was it was with my ex and it was just it That's was, why you had a bad time. That might have been why. No, it, we had a good time. It was fun. But, like, I didn't party. I partied, but I didn't party the way I would have if I was single. So, like, yeah. but when we went, like, I did not like country at the time. Versus now, I don't know if I told you, I'm, like, super into country now. Like, okay. I, I fucking like it. And I never thought I would ever say that in my life. Like, it's good. <laughs> like, it's fucking good. I like it a lot. And I, at the time, I didn't like it. So maybe I would have a different experience now. Did you go into the um, oh, Electric he, Thunder? Yeah, I did. I did. That shit was Didn't hilarious. Like no, hated he it. He did. It was just oh, as bad as did. the country, and I like EDM. <laughs> but that was the worst. Exp- that was that was. I would have rather been at the country concert than that. That was the worst really? experience of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Why was it so bad? I don't. I don't know. I just hated the vibe in there because I mean everyone was still in fucking cowboy boots and cowboy hats, and it's like they're playing fucking Dead Mouse or like Res. And it's like, this just doesn't feel right. The vibe is off. <laughs> all right, all right. That's fair. But it was funny. Oh. I remember there was just, like, a lot of weird... You, it's fun to people watch at that stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because people are getting fucked up. Oh, yeah. It's 
like there's I, no normally rules I, there, dude. It's literally lawless. Yeah. Like there's no sheriff in town. <laughs> <laughs> normally in festivals, there's people on a lot, much more larger variety of drugs. You'll be, get people on Molly X or um, cocaine, whatever the hell it is. Your thunder is like ninety nine percent just straight alcohol, and everybody's drinking. cocaine too. I would say country there is a lot of alcohol and cocaine because those two are really. Like, oh my god, yeah! You mix alcohol and cocaine, you can party for fucking eight years straight. It's unreal, dude. That's okay. why Dan Bilzerian lived the craziest years of his life when he when he finally slowed down. It's it was he had like some amount of seizures or whatever. He uh, he was four days in a row without sleep, living on beer cocaine and viagra and like that's what kept him going mm. so people do that when country thunder rolls around that's what they live off of alcohol, alcohol and cocaine and probably viagra too <laughs> but like it, okay so there's this thing in oshkosh called kusa which is like it's basically country thunder but it's an oshkosh and it's it's almost as big as country thunder honestly and it's the same exact thing but then there's rusa so country usa is kusa mm-hmm. rock usa is rusa rusa is fucking it's that's actually like a fucking fairy tale it is unreal the the people that come to ashash for rusa are straight meth heads like people from like the fucking boonies just roll into ashkosh <laughs> with i'm not kidding like they have a lot of meth bust and heroin bust all that entire week because these fuckers come from all over the world to just not all over the world all over the, all over the midwest probably or maybe the country to go party at Rusa and Oshkosh, and it's unreal. Like I heard, I've heard stories from the outlet mall at the Nike at the Nike outlet that I worked at. Like it's it's a mile away from the outlet shop, so these fucking meth heads come rolling into the shops, like just filthy, like literally covered in dirt. Probably have some some amount of drugs in their system. Just roll around on the floor, like it's it's weird. Like there's just a lot of weird shit that goes on when you rolling amphetamines and that type of shit versus just oh, yeah. alcohol and cocaine yeah. drugs 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 you know crazy crazy stuff jason would you consider weed a drug do you not always consider alcohol a drug yes why why What's your definition of a drug? Wow, you might have me here. Um, I think... <sighs> this is tough. Because I, I I don't even smoke anymore, but I still advocate for marijuana use. And I'm not saying drugs are bad. I know. Something I, could be a good drug. No, totally. But um, I think just the overall effect that it has on you, like... It's, there's a counter argument to what I'm about to say, but like alcohol, you can drive high. You can't drive drunk. You can go to work high. You can't go to work drunk. You can you can work. People fucking get stoned and code and like make cool things. They are creative when they're high. You can't do that when you're drunk. I don't think you can. Yeah. It's hard to be creative when you're fucking hammered. You just do, you don't do shit. Versus like mm. when you just smoke weed. You're just smoking weed. You're just taking a little, taking a lot of the edge off. You're just, you know, wind down, and it's relaxing. And I don't even fucking smoke anymore. And I'm saying this, like I I just 
it has different effects on people too so i can't i can't say universally that it does that but um the counter argument to this is what i'm saying is like you could say that for xanax people people chill out on xanax but that's definitely a drug <laughs> like um i don't know i just i also think weed is the most one of the most natural weed and shrooms are like the two most natural drugs you can do um Therefore, I don't. I almost don't classify them as drugs. When I think when I say drug, I almost think like it's got to be man-made, kind of, you know, mm. like prescription drugs. It's all man-made. Cocaine. Yeah, I get that. Tylenol. Alcohol. Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> Ibuprofen. <laughs> I think that drugs are a has to have some sort of drastic effect on the brain. Puts you in a different mental state. Which I think that alcohol definitely can. I think weed, if you have enough, definitely can. Yeah. Um, I guess that's that's another good point. Like people that smoke every single day repeatedly, they are a completely different person that they would be if they had never smoked. Like yeah. that's just a fact. But like yeah. I know people, I know grown adults that smoke like once in a blue moon just to relax. It's like uh, it's just like something to do almost, and like it's it's like treating yourself. And it doesn't affect them the day after any more than it would if they did it twice a week. I mean, I don't know. This is all, take it with a grain of salt. This is just from personal experience. But um, I forget what my next point was. Well, the, the people who are smoking, like, all the time, they only, like, seem different. It's because they're cool now, Jason. They smoked marijuana. Oh, yeah. So. True. They fucking, yeah, so. they are cool because they do they do weed. <laughs> They do the weed. Yeah. So. Um, but also, I do think it's worth noting, I promote drug use after you're 18. Maybe even 20. Maybe 21. I think that drugs are awesome. But I don't think that you should use them... In adolescence. Please, yeah. I mean, ideally, if you can, post-25. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is technically the right age that your mind is, your brain is finished developing. Have an open relationship with your parents about drugs and alcohol, and I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah, totally. Don't hide it from them. And you, this goes out to the parents too. Don't be a fucking bitch about it. Like, (laughs) like, no, like a hundred percent. Like the parents that scream at their kids to not do drugs, and if they get caught once, their fucking life is over. You're only promoting them to do more drugs. Like, yeah, agree with it to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. I I know that's a little far fetched, but I just from like people that I know and that you know also, if you if you promote or if you if you give off a negative effect after a child does drugs. It, it, it can do something psychologically that'll make them want to do it again. Because they'd like to outlash or whatever. And you can also use drugs versus abuse drugs. And same with alcohol. People <laughs> use alcohol to loosen up. Like, there's people at company events that I've been to already that they have a, they have a beer. They have two beers to loosen up. That's using alcohol. But they don't get fucking wasted. That's abusing alcohol. Or drugs. Things I want to say. Okay. Err... One thing I want to say. Okay. I forgot the other. There is a 
Uh, you know the TED Talks Daily podcast that you were telling me about? Yeah. Have you been listening to them at it's, all lately? Uh, it's just an ongoing battle in my life. <laughs> the problem I have with them, I think climate change is a huge, huge, huge issue that we have to deal with. But I think like four out of every five of them that go on there it's have to deal with climate change. And it's not always what I need to listen to for that day. Now, there's one that I listened to the other day that I think's really worth looking into. Okay. I remembered the second thing that I was going to talk about. So before I forget that, I'll say that I think when your parents do something, it makes it a lot less cool. Ooh. I never want to smoke cigarettes. My dad started smoking pot. That kind of pushed me away from pie even further. Really? That's yeah. A, that's super interesting, actually, because I, I kind of agree to an extent because um, there's definitely kids that do smoke because their parents smoke and there's kids that do smoke weed because their parents smoke weed and there's people that get into drinking because their parents drink and i got into working out because my parents are both huge health freaks and i eat healthy because both my parents are huge health freaks but i could see the same reasoning behind what you're saying is if you see something that your parents do you might not want to do it either that's 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 interesting to think about um but that out that's really loud what was the yeah uh, it was what was the TED, ted talk that you wanted to recommend yeah i'm actually gonna pull it up give me one second so the podcast that i want to recommend was from ted talks daily it's called the science Be- behind how parents affect child development yuko munakata really interesting how, it, how, oh, I found it. The science behind how parents... Okay. Yeah, it's really short, right? Yeah, 17 minutes. Like I've added it to minutes. my listens list. Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll give that a listen. I appreciate the recommendation. But So yeah, I, I do have a problem with the the TED Talks Daily thing on Spotify because... Yeah, like, well, like two... I mean, maybe like 50% of them or like, you know, a quarter of them are about uh, climate change, which I get it. Big issue. But... uh you can only say so much about it through different voices. They're mm. overall the same message every time. Um, versus it would be nice to have an entirely different topic every single time. But yeah. it's also just like, it's not, they're not really good at uh, pulling me in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, it does, it's supposed to appeal to a, a large variety of people. So sometimes it, it, it just won't appeal to me regardless. But like, first off, Here's a climate change. Climate change. Climate change will displace millions. Here's how we prepare. Like that. That is not very broad. That probably has no one listening to it. There's this one. How NASA invented a ventilator for COVID nineteen in thirty seven days. I don't like that. Cool, but like NASA's all like that's raw. But (laughs) I don't care about ventilator development. Yeah. No. Totally. But then also, then again, I get like a notification every day. From it, or like every other day, it's like TED Talk Daily, new episode, and I'm like, ah, oh, is this gonna be a waste of time? Mm-hmm. Whereas when people get a notification for the J Side podcast, they're thinking, yes, here's the best part of my week. I get to listen <laughs> to Jason Jesse talk nonsense for an hour or more. That is something that I'd like people to think about it eventually. I don't know if that's how anybody views this now, but that is something that like, there are podcasts out there that. I wait for that release every yeah. single week. That really does brighten up my day. Yeah. 
And I hope we could do that for somebody sometime. Yeah. If we could do that for one person, I'd be happy. Yeah. A stranger. I don't want it to be your mom or my mom. I want it yeah. to be a total stranger. <laughs> Send it. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, children, boys and girls of all ages, we have a movie recommendation for the week. It's been a little while. We've got a good one this week. It is called Good Time. This is a 2017 film, A24 Productions, my favorite production. Holy shit, they've got you going again this time. It's like Uncut Gems, where you're just like, fuck, 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 fuck the whole time. You are on the edge of your seat. It just is a roller coaster. 92% Rotten Tomato. Holy wow, that is high. This is good old uh, Robert Pants and, you know, Twilight Edward. He is just having a comeback in the past five years in film. He is doing everything. He is Batman. He is in, I think, I actually have watched three A24 films in the past week with Robert Pattinson, amazed every single time. Oh my god. Definitely recommend. Jesse, I know you're not going to watch, but anyone else that's listening, if you want a good movie, they'll keep you on the edge of your seat. Maybe want to get your girlfriend a little in the mood. This might do it for you. Holy shit. It is electric the entire time. And just fucking, like, a good movie, too. Like, that's any A24 movie, though. It's just well done, great actors. I almost shit my pants. <laughs> and where could we watch that? Oh, it's actually on Netflix, as well as uh, um, you can watch High Life, which is another Robert Panton A24 movie on Hulu. And you can watch Lighthouse, which is another Robert Panton A24 movie on HBO, I think. Damn. Well, yeah, yeah. everybody, make sure to check those out. Sounds awesome. Really good. And again, thank you everyone who listens to this episode and every other episode that we put out. We're going to try to do some more guests in the future. If you want to be a guest, email us at jsidepodcast or have any other inquiries at gmail.com or slide in our DMs on Instagram or Twitter at jsidepodcast. Or if you'd like to contact either of us personally, here are our phone numbers. Totally kidding. You're not getting our phone numbers. (laughs) Everyone have a good night. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, everybody.